And here's something that would appear to be a big thing, but it's almost like the provincial government is treating it as a little thing because it's not a big announcement. There's just a, a memo that's come out and a media release with it. High-risk healthcare workers eligible to receive a second dose of the COVID-19 vaccine at a shortened interval. This has been a concern for a while, and we are lucky enough to have with us the CEO of the Registered Nurses Association of Ontario, Dr. Doris Grinspun. Dr. Grinspun, happy Nurses Week. Thank you for what you and everyone else who is in nursing does, first off, because I can't even imagine what this last year has been like. It must compare to nothing else. Well, first of all, Mike, I send it right back at you, the thank you. It is, it is reporters and media like you that have helped us to make the announcement today happen. I say that because we spoke last week, and we said to your public to, to act on it, and this shows you the power of the people for real, for real, and the power of the media. So I share the thank you for Nursing Week with the media that has been tremendous throughout this year, and I say it with all sincerity um, on behalf of all the nurses in Ontario. Yesterday was an announcement, finally. Uh, I was going to tweet, but I haven't had a second to do that. I was going to tweet, Mike, that we sh- I shouldn't feel like dancing for this. This should have been the music all along. The music all along should have been to protect the frontline healthcare providers. Uh, we did it in long-term care. We gave them the two shots. But in ICUs, can you believe it? In ICUs, they only got one shot. Many, many, many of the nurses, RNs that work in ICUs, 12-hour shifts exposed to the virus. Um, it's un- unbelievable. And this happened because the government, as you remember, I said to you last week, expanded the number of beds, right, by a huge number, right? But they forgot to also uh, protect their healthcare workers, in particular the RNs that are 12 hours, minute by minute, with patients. The respiratory setup is minute by minute. So, yes, today they made that announcement, and it extends also to home care and other um, healthcare workers, nurses and otherwise that are front facing patients uh, that that can put them at risk. So this is good news. It's a good way to start Nursing Week. Um, I spent all weekend on this, uh, tweets and media, and you guys help us happen. Well, hopefully we're doing our job. That's That's what we want to be doing because we know that you are doing your job. When you look at the fact that this did take a little while to come and we did have nurses and other healthcare workers who had been vaccinated had their first shot but we're talking weeks ago aren't we dr grinspun absolutely absolutely um they had many of them had the appointment the appointment was canceled because we the province wanted to vaccinate you know one shot a larger number of people which we understand but let's vaccinate vulnerable communities the so-called hotspots but that they gave only 50% of the vaccines for the hotspots. If they had given 100% of the vaccines, but they didn't. So the question was, where were the other vaccines going? If not to protect first the frontline providers, especially in those critical areas that they're 12 hours, like 12 hours exposed to uh, 
care, well, caring for patients, that is our job, that is our honor and our expertise, but caring for patients with COVID, therefore exposing the, themselves to loads of these variants, right? Yes, of course, with PPE, yes, with one shot, but we know that to be fully protected is the two shots. And hence a message to the public. When you get your first shot, which you must, doesn't matter which vaccine, all of them are good. All of them are good. My kids got AstraZeneca, all of my kids, and it's fantastic. When you get that first shot, you still need to use the mask. You still need to be careful because to be fully protected is the two shots. Yeah, it's great to have you relaying that message because we don't we don't have a playbook for what to do when you get your first shot. We you've we really doing, kind of wonder what right. what's going on. Yeah, we keep you keep doing what you have been doing because the only time that we will be able to open up more things is after we achieve 60 to 70% of people fully vaccinated. We are ways ways still away from that. So yes, getting the first shot uh, already prevents you from getting very ill and dying, which is, of course, awesome, but it doesn't really prevent us from, um, you know, sharing the virus with others that may or may not be vaccinated, and hence why we need to keep protecting ourselves and our loved ones. Number one, get the shot. Number two, continue to use the, use the mask. Don't go to this m- mega right? Gatherings without people, without the mask, et cetera, et cetera. Dr. Doris Grinspun joining us, CEO of the Registered Nurses Association of Ontario. High-risk healthcare workers are eligible to receive a second dose of the COVID-19 vaccine at a shortened interval. Dr. Grinspun, do we know exactly when this starts? Can this happen today for some of them? Oh, they are already opening the registration. Uh, today is the first ner- day of nursing week. And I expect by the end of this week, which the whole week is nursing week, we will have many people, many of our colleagues booked. And I certainly hope that they will give top priority to those RNs that are working in ICUs. Those are, and they are on the list, if you look, they are the top priority. That look in emergency departments, that look in ORs, that look like last week, a colleague told me, they were doing an, oper- an emergency operation to a patient, and then they discovered because of the blood test was COVID positive. So imagine, right? So ORs, emergency departments, step-down units, critical care units, ICUs, they must receive the two shots. And in our view, they need to get it as a gift this week, nursing week. And then we need to proceed with all uh, with the others will be booked. We need to proceed with all the healthcare workers and, of course, later on, teachers, etc., because they also put themselves at risk, right? Absolutely. Dr. So, Grinspun, we really appreciate your time today, and thank you for your work in, in raising this, and it's nice to see it come around, and it's nice to see the number of vaccines that we do have arriving in this country, and uh, we'll see yes. where we go from here. We're getting there, right? We are getting there, and Mike, it shows you the power of the collective, and it shows you one more thing, that if this government and any government past and future would listen more to nurses, our health system would be stronger, would be stronger. Nurses are in the front lines of care 
in the boardrooms of decision-making, in the corridors of power, and in the corridors of the streets, working with people that live, you know, without a home, with people that experience homelessness. Just picture if they will listen more to nurses, where this health system would be. Ask the people doing the work. It just seems to make sense. If someone is doing the work, ask them how the work is going. How do we make your work better? How do we make it easier? Tell us what's going on. Hey, that's that's exactly it. Dr. Grinspun, again, thank you. Happy Nurses Week. Please continue the great work that everybody's doing. And I want to thank two people in particular. One is Amanda. I'm not going to say her family name because Amanda brought this issue to my attention. Amanda only had had one shot and her husband immunosuppressed. So, Amanda, big thank you, because she works in Sarnia. The second is my president that works in your in your London, uh, and that is Morgan Offert, who is working in a nursing home as the director of care, and she moved to that home, to that nursing home, in the midst of the brutal pandemic. Kudos to her leadership, and thank you to all nurses that are listening and, of course, to the public that help us really get the message across. And to you, Mike, a special thanks. Dr. Grinspun, thanks for the time. Take care. Bye-bye. That's Dr. Doris Grinspun. So asking and receiving sometimes does happen, and that's how she sees the news coming out, that high-risk healthcare workers are eligible to receive a second dose of the COVID-19 vaccine at a shortened interval because some had been watching the weeks go by, eight weeks, nine weeks, ten weeks, and we're told, hey, you can wait as long as 16, but when you're a healthcare worker, you know you're not dealing with full protection, and we still don't have all the data that we're going to have about that 16-week gap.